0: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, September 13th. And uh, this is really the first week. This is it. Because. You know, Mark, we had all, a lot of schools were closed for Rosh Hashanah last week, and a lot of people were still kind of back and forth. And so now we have it. This is it. This is the beginning of the, the fall, as far as I'm concerned. In fact... I may stop wearing white on the air until I can wear my winter white. Are you okay with that, Mark? Like just kind of moving into fall right now? Yeah, the color transition is uh, in full effect. Yeah, full, full effect of color, and we're going to make that happen. Um, I'm very excited to have uh, this next person on the air with us. And the reason why is that we're going to do my very unofficial polling question. And you'll hear what that question is in just a second. But this program... Is not about the question I'm going to ask. It is about you and your financial life and your financial priorities. If you would like to join us on the air, all you need to do is send us your financial question. Anything, really can be anything. Ask Jill at JillonMoney.com. That is our email address. Or If you are on our website, if you're on the JillOnMoney.com website, there's a contact button. It's in the upper right-hand corner. And you will be able to basically write your question, but then say, I want to come on the air. Why is that important? Because it's better. It's better. Mark, I, I mean, I listen to the show all the time, and sometimes I just laugh about the interactions because it's so much better to hear what's going on in someone's voice, right, instead of just me guessing about it. So- give the pitch uh, of why we need you on the air. For me, it's all about hearing the callers. No offense, Joe. I love when you answer questions and I love when you ask me my input, but I'd much rather hear you engage with the caller. Now, next, let's get to what the matter at hand is. We have on the line, Marie from Philadelphia. Marie, are you ready for the most important question that I'm going to ask you that has nothing to do with your money? I'm ready. Philadelphia, best cheesesteak. Go on the record right now, Marie, and take down and pump up whichever Philadelphia cheesesteak purveyor is your favorite.
1: Uh, I'm going to have to go with John's Pork in South Philly.
0: That's exciting. I've never heard of that one, Mark. I We've had Jim's and Gino's and what's the other one? There's one other one, but John's Pork. All right. I'm all in. My nephew just moved to Philadelphia, so I'm really only planning a trip there to eat. What brings you to our airwaves today? What can we help you out with?
1: So thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Um, I have a question about uh, my husband and I own a rental property, which we used to live in. And it's been greatly appreciating in value. It's in one of the one of the hot neighborhoods that I bought cheap and stayed. Um, and now we're wondering, does it make more sense to sell it or to hold it in terms of long term for our retirement? I always envisioned that we would hold it and then sell it when we're ready to retire. But it, now in this market, I'm wondering, maybe that doesn't make sense. You know, and I feel like we're a little bit behind in our savings for retirement, so I want to make sure we make the right decision as I feel like this could be like a make or break for us.
0: I got you. Well, let's not put the pressure on too much here. Let's let's <laughs> not do that. Marie, how old are you?
1: I'm 46.
0: And your husband? 42. Do you guys have kids? No. Okay, so let's go and do um, a little bit of sort of basic financial planning to get started here. Tell me um, about how much money you guys earn together.
1: We are in a weird situation right now because of the pandemic. Um, we're currently making about one forty together, but we used to make about two hundred. Our industry, we are in the the event and food industry, so oh we work brother, hard um, mm-hmm. and as. Managers, we're both directors in the company. So we used to make closer to 200 um, with profit share. Profit share is indefinitely off the table.
0: So you guys work for the same company? Yes. Oh, wow. So do you guys have retirement plans? We do. Yes. Okay. Tell me about those.
1: Okay. So um, with our company, we have a 401k uh, with a 3% match. Mm -hmm. Um, We currently have together about uh 256 in there. We were doing 18% um but when covid hit and we thought we were going to lose our jobs, uh we dropped down to the 3% in favor of stockpiling our cash reserves. So
0: Got it. Okay, tell me about those cash reserves.
1: Um so we currently have like 30,000 set aside as an emergency fund. Um mm-hmm. And that would give us like if it's a true emergency and we really like cut everything out, that would give us eight months. And then we've got another twenty five in cash that we're trying to figure out. Like, I think we're going to invest it in an index fund.
0: So you both work for the same company and I'm going to go to disaster moment for a second. Let's just contemplate. The company goes broke. You both lose your jobs at the same time. Yeah. Um are you sure that you really that 30,000 should we not just say like let's keep 50 grand in cash and make that beef that up to like a year?
1: I definitely can and have thought to do that. I was wavering back right. and forth.
0: <laughs> I mean unless you told me that like oh my god we could totally get each get both get jobs, you know. But you're in the same the industry. It's not just your company, it's the industry that's going to be tough for you guys. So I think let's not invest any of that just yet. So let's let's move on now. Any other investment or um, uh, Roth IRAs? Any other accounts that I need to know about?
1: Um, so I have a Roth that has 10000 in it. My husband and never set one up. We were talking about starting that with the extra money we have sitting around. And I have an IRA that has about 50000 in it. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, some investments that are worth about 40000
0: Where are those?
1: I have... Some money in VTI at Vanguard, and I have about 8000 in there. And then I have in the Dodge & Cox Stock Fund, I have about 30000 in there. Hmm.
0: Okay. Um, and you handle this yourselves? Yes. Okay, good. Um, now tell me about the house you live in now, not the rental property yet. Your primary residence is worth how much money?
1: Uh, I would say it's worth about four twenty-five right now.
0: And what is the outstanding mortgage balance? The mortgage balance on this house is 160. Do you know the rate offhand? 3.75. Let's move into the rental property. The rental property is worth how much?
1: The rental property is probably worth about 315 and there's 98,000 on that mortgage at three and a half percent.
0: In terms of the rental income, what's coming in from that property right now?
1: The all in with tax and insurance mortgage is 900 on that, and we get 1850
0: in rent. 1850
1: a month in rent. And I do have, I forgot to tell you, I have an account with 20,000 in it just for that property.
0: Can I ask you um, maybe a dumb question, but let me ask it anyway. Uh-huh. the rental property, would you ever want that as your um, primary residence? Would you ever consider moving back into that?
1: Potentially, if when we're retired, if we wanted a smaller, it's a much smaller, it's a it's a Philadelphia row house. It's like a thousand mm-hmm. square, you know.
0: But you're, in other words, if I said to you right now, you know, you guys are at risk in this industry, you're making less money, you know what you should do? Instead of selling the rental property, you should do it the other way. Sell your primary residence. And move into the rental property. Would that be horrible for you?
1: We wouldn't love it. It's, okay. We, we felt like it was too small for us.
0: All right. So you right now are clearing on the rental property. Let's call it about $1,000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with net of everything. Is it pretty well rented? In other words, it's not it's not a pain in the neck or anything? No.
1: It rents very easily because it's a super hip, popular neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the renters that we have in there have been in there for like three years now, and
0: they're a dream. There's no real reason to sell it right this second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wouldn't go crazy. I mean, first of all, it's yielding a nice amount, right? So that when I just do a back of the envelope calculation, I say, you know, you got $215,000 of equity in this place. And it's, you know, and you're, you're taking in a thousand bucks a month. That's a good investment. That's a 5% pretty easy peasy. Let's not worry about it. Um, if you were telling me that it was a pain in the neck to rent, it's tough to deal with, blah, 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 all that, then we might make a different decision. Really the smartest thing you could do financially and I know that that you or you've already said no. You could basically sell the primary residence, collect the money, have no tax implication, move into the rental property, live in there for the next two years, then sell that and have no tax implication, and start all over. I love that idea so much, but um, you're not going to do it. So let's move on. How much? I mean, you have free cash flow, so you don't have a ton of expenses. So I'm trying to look at this and say, why can't we move your retirement contributions back up? Is that possible?
1: I think so. Um, we were just nervous. You know, we wanted to make sure we were saving as hard as we could with cash. Um, but at this point, I think we could move it back up. Yeah, we've been doing yeah. fine. We haven't been stretched. And and we always have the rental income as, as a backup.
0: If we yeah, I it. mean, I would just, I exactly. I, and, and what I really would, be clear about is uh, a few things. Number one, at this point, I think that that really, you don't have to worry about selling the rental property. You do need to start putting more money back into your 401ks. The other aspect of this that I just think is important is to keep yourself liquid, at least till you feel like you guys are back at your 200,000, really. And, and in other words, don't invest too much more. If you feel like you can manage it, maybe instead of your, um, uh, instead of you guys maxing out your retirement accounts, I do think that, you know, just because your income is down, that maybe you should both do Roth IRA contributions and whatever you can then put in beyond that, you know, then put that into the 401k. So can you, maybe what you should say is like the money that is, you know, rental property money, that thousand dollars a month is essentially what we're both going to use to fund our Roth IRAs and then on the existing salaries, you just put the money in the 401k that your cash flow allows after that. I think that that's pretty much it. And the, you know, listen, you could sell the rental property. That is fine. But the problem with selling it right now is you're going to get hosed on your taxes because there will actually have to be a recapture of the tax benefit that you've been claiming for the last few years, and you're going to have some capital gains. So I'm not sure that you need to sell that rental property at all. And again, you could if things got tight, but I think you don't need to now. So I think don't sell the rental property. Do put money into both of you should have Roth IRAs. Let's do that. And then whatever's left over, bounce that contribution level up on your 401ks. Okay. Does that feel good?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure we were Not missing out on uh, uh, compounding interest on the rental Uh, sale. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, you could, but you know what? You're doing really well on this. And I don't think that there's, to me at least, I don't think there's a compelling reason to sell it. I just don't. So I think you got a nice property and it's working well.
1: Yeah. I just have one other question about the Roth. I heard somebody say that you could use that as sort of like a holding place for cash reserves if you don't invest it. Is that just to get yeah, the money. you
0: could because you can take the money out, but I wouldn't do that. Don't don't make yourself crazy. I mean, if you say to me, you want to use some of the money for the... Look, look, you got 25 grand in cash. So maybe right now, what I could agree to is take six grand and six grand, fund your Roths, and then put the rest of it into the emergency reserve fund and just call that your emergency reserve fund. Okay. Okay. Let's okay. get the Roths done and then tell me how you're doing on... Then then just, you know, experiment a little bit. You're gonna see. Maybe we go we don't go from three to eighteen percent, go from three to ten percent for each of you and see how the cash flow looks.
1: Yeah. All right. I mean, we don't live high on the hog, so
0: Yeah, but you don't want to go back to a thousand square feet. Damn it. That's what you're telling me. All right, Marie from Philly, we want to thank you so much for joining us and let us know how it goes. And hopefully everything gets back to normal for you. So um, thanks so much for participating. If you want to be like Marie and you've got a question about rental property, or maybe you've got a question about like how to get back on track after COVID might have derailed you partially or fully, let us know. Send us your questions. Any financial question, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on the website, jillonmoney.com, which you have bookmarked because you know you want that contact button, then you can just send us a note directly from that place. All right. It's Monday. Don't fret. You will get through the week. We'll be there with you. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Remember to keep this in mind if you're getting a little down on yourself. Grit, growth, grace, and a little gratitude Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow.